go live I felt like now is the time to go live today so I'm doing this every single day if you've been following along at all and I had uh, a couple of conversations today I'm just gonna step outside here actually because it's so nice out it's like 32 degrees right now but I had a few conversations today and I've been taking action today in reaching out to some of the guys that I know that I want to spend more time with and invite into the inner circle that I've created uh, with Mike Prince, our extremely conscious man inner circle. And this topic came up uh, with a friend of mine who I've been uh, collaborating with and spending a lot of time with for the last almost year now, um, just doing a deep dive into you know, our, our beings, our spiritual growth and journey. And he brought up uh, an interesting topic that I thought I would just talk through right now. And it revolves around the idea of having an abundant mindset and believing in infinite possibilities. And here's the scenario. So he recently decided to invest in a mastermind slash circle, you know, just no different than what I'm putting together for my extremely conscious man inner circle. Although there's, you know, there's variations of difference between them as far as like how they're executed and the criteria of being included and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, what, um, what he communicated to me was that he decided to invest. So he invested in himself. He invested in the possibilities that existed that were ultimately, um, uh, presented to him in an enrollment conversation. And when he got in, he went in with certain expectations and the expectations were not maybe met at the level that he thought it was going to be. And that's not to say that there was any, you know, shadiness happening with the way it was presented um, or any lying or non-truth or anything like that. Like I know the person that ultimately uh, presented the offer to him. Man, it's super bright out here. I'm just going to walk this way. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he, you know, it's like anything. Whenever we invest in something, whatever it is, you know, you buy a new car and you get all excited. Uh, and then you have that high of the new car smell, both literally and figuratively. And then after time, sometimes pretty quickly, it starts to wane, right? Maybe there's even buyer's remorse that kicks in there. But the reality is, is that we get out of everything what we put into it. So specifically when we invest in ourselves, right? Especially if we're investing in uh, a mastermind or a circle. So if we contribute, if we show up, if we lean in, if we ask questions, if we um, are telling the truth, if we uh, ask for support when we need it and be able to kind of sift through what it is that would serve us right now and then recognize those things and then lean into it and put in the work, we will get exponential value out of that. I've experienced it. I've witnessed it as somebody who's created different masterminds and inner circles and whatever you want to call it. There's all of these words that we use to spin all this stuff. But the truth is, is that it's an energy exchange, right? What you put in, you get out just like everything in life. You work out hard, 
you're gonna get in better shape. <laughs> you put good food in your body, you're gonna have more energy. All of these different things. And I'm just gonna sit down right here, I think. And anyways, the other piece that came up though was uh, the fact that there's somebody else in this mastermind that essentially on the surface does something very similar to him. So that person, and like I say, like their, their process, their, their model, the output of what they deliver, it's very, very similar. And his first thought was a bit of disappointment thinking like, man, like there's somebody that's literally a direct competitor of mine in this space. So how's that going to work? Because you know, from a limited perspective or a scarcity mindset perspective, you would think, well, geez, you know, like if, if somebody was going to refer somebody, who are they going to refer? Are they going to refer that guy or are they going to refer me? But that's a scarcity mindset. That's a limited belief mindset. That's not believing in infinite possibilities and exponential opportunities. Because the truth is, is that the gifts that this friend of mine and this other guy who I don't know, he didn't even mention his name to me, but what they uh, offer is needed by everybody on this planet, truth be told. Now, not everybody will invest in something like that because not everybody's ready for it or even wants it or knows why they would want it or whatever the case might be. But the truth is, is that the way that their models are set up, if they were both enrolling and being of service with their gifts, they couldn't even keep up with the volume that the two of them could ultimately create. And if you were to actually see this not as competition, but instead as an opportunity to collaborate, and that doesn't mean that you have to create a partnership or go into business together or anything like that, but just realize that, you know, for like me, for example, if I was to be interested or be seeking out what it is that they offer, which is ultimately, being able to dive deeper into your story and extract what it is that makes up the journey that you've been on so that you can communicate it with other people so that they'll resonate with the path that you've taken to get to where you are. Because this is ultimately what creates trust, right? Is we invest, especially when it comes to like coaching and mentoring, we invest with people that have been where we aspire to go. And we don't want perfect polished uh, robots as coaches and mentors. We want flawed human beings that are willing to say, this has been my journey. Here's where I fell. This was the dragon I had to face. Instead of sitting back and waiting for it to eat me in the cave, I actually proactively went out with my sword and I slayed that mofo. And here I am. And I'm not saying I got it all figured out, but I've taken steps in the direction to continuously grow and know that everything that happens to me in this life is a gift if I choose to see it that way. Now, you wouldn't have heard me talk like that even a year ago, but especially a couple of years ago. Like, I wouldn't have even said that out loud because I wouldn't have believed it because I didn't have anybody in my space that was supporting me to be able to see the gift in every single thing, every experience, every heartache, every painful moment in my own journey. But this is powerful. And this is something that as we start to, I'm gonna go off on a total tangent here, but as we start to navigate into this 
this reality that's in front of us right now, which is technology is advancing at a pace that people can't even comprehend right now. I see all of the conversations around the AI stuff and I see people hating on other people for diving into it and saying, oh, you're jumping on the bandwagon. And I see other people saying like, ignore those people because this is the future. You gotta get on this. Don't have FOMO on this one. But the truth is, is that we as humans still like to have connection with other people. And if we had a choice to be able to work with somebody or, or to input information into a program and have it spit out our story for us or actually have somebody listen to us, have us be seen and heard and felt and appreciated and celebrated and then have the same output, I know which one I'm choosing. It's not the robot, it's the person. And there are a lot of other people out there like me and these two guys that seemingly look like competitors on the surface are actually here to do something much greater than just make money and grow their businesses. They're here to shift consciousness on this planet. And that's incredible. So do we want those people looking at each other as competition? Because if they do, they're already out of alignment with what their purpose ultimately is, which is to serve people to see the gifts in their flaws. And that actually creates a growth opportunity for these guys too, because they get to see what's coming up for them right now as they enter this business mastermind with the idea that their investment will return an ROI in the form of money and where they're immediately met with some resistance and where they start to find excuses or where they start to find um, a reason why it won't work instead of seeing unlimited possibilities and ways that they can collaborate and lift each other up and know that if I look at that person's, um, the way that this person communicates to the world or, or that other person that is seemingly doing the same thing, I'm gonna choose which one I wanna work with based on a feeling, an intuition, because their perfect clients are people like me and I make decisions based on intuition, not on what is the cheapest deal. This is another thing that I've learned over the years too, and I've, and I've had mentorship and guidance on this too. Um, Frederick Dodson wrote a book, Levels of, Levels of Energy, I believe it's called, and Scott Oldford, who's a friend and somebody I had hired as a mentor and a coach at one point, collaborated with him to create Levels of Consciousness, which essentially speaks to these different buyer personas and these different buyer types. And I can't remember exactly what it is, but essentially it's like the reactive type, the intellectual type, and the... I forget what he calls it now, but it used to be called like the metaphysical or the, the, the ascended buyer or whatever the case might be. But each one of them, you can see these different labels, right? Like the reactive buyer buys based on limited time offers and, um, you know, cheap pricing or like special deals and <laughs> scarcity tactics and that type of thing. And there's a market for that. Like, it's not a bad thing. And I think honestly, we as consumers, we kind of float between all of these things because I still like a deal. I still like a deal. And then the intellectual buyer is actually a place where I sat for a long time and it was, and it's a trap. Like the intellectual buying um, persona is a trap because now you're kind of looking for the deal, but you're not so concerned about it 
But at the same time, you're also not fully trusting your intuition on something and that you can create whatever you want from this thing that you're investing in. And instead, you're looking for the benefit statements and the deliverables. Buy when, what am I gonna get? How are you gonna deliver it? You want all the answers before you even invest. And that is a trap. That is a trap for the entrepreneur. And it's a fine line though too, because if you go too, if, if you start going down the path of like, I'm just gonna trust my gut, but you don't really trust your gut and you just start throwing money at different investments and then you don't commit to doing the work with that person or that group or whatever, you're gonna get the output of what you put in. So it's no different than with the inner circle that I've created or even the experiences that I'm, that uh, we're enrolling people into in Costa Rica and then again in the fall in Ontario and Canada and then whatever we create in the future. The people that will get the most out of those experiences are the ones that come in with no expectation other than how they show up in that space will ultimately lead to how transformational that experience will be. And a great example of it is when I went on the river hike the other day and was climbing on the side of these mountains or these uh, cliffs in this canyon and dropping down into the water and like navigating over rocks and watching out for snakes and oh, there's a waterfall with a 40 foot drop. I would get out of that experience what I put into it. So if, if I go up there and everybody's jumping off the waterfall and I go, mm, I don't do heights, well then that's my experience. I didn't get to experience the thrill of doing something that scares the shit out of me. And that's the point is that if you are facing anything with a scarcity mindset or a limiting belief or a I've got to go get mine at the expense of somebody else, you've already put yourself into that vibration and therefore you will reap what you put in. Yeah, that came out exactly how I was hoping it would, even though I didn't have any idea what I was going to talk about aside from how I'm navigating this too, because I'm in the middle of this too. And I believe that we always are. I don't like, it goes back to this idea of the ego. Can we kill our ego? My mission is to kill my ego. Nah, man, you can't kill that ego. That ego will always exist. It's no different than your bad habits. You have a bad habit. You drink a lot. You smoke a lot. You play too many video games. You watch too much porn whatever it is, that's never going away. It's a part of who you've been to get to where you are. So how do we be better? Well, what I've learned is you don't focus on the thing you want to get rid of. You focus on the thing that you want to become. And naturally, by default, you stop wanting to do the other things that are not good for you. So a great example is you want to stop smoking, start running. Because when you run and you get two blocks or even a half a block and you can't breathe, you're going to want to stop quitting or you're going to want to stop smoking. Yeah. But yeah, I'm facing all of this stuff too, because as I'm inviting people into my space, I'm, I'm navigating the thoughts at times where I'm like, should I invite this person in? Because essentially they're kind of doing something similar to me, but then I had to remind myself wait a second, I've created the extremely conscious man inner circle. 
which is focusing on 12 pillars of life that have four major quadrants that include relationships and physical, physical health and spiritual growth and business growth. And then there's 12 buckets underneath each one of those. So essentially, I'm competing with everybody on the planet that has a business and an offer for sale in any one of those 12 categories, whether it's your um, romantic relationship as a conscious parent, in how you are of service and giving to the world, in the way that you exercise and work out and, and eat and take care of yourself and, you know, dive deep into your inner journey and find the calm in your breath. <sighs> And then on the business side, of course, there's just a million pieces to that, right? And that's the one that I'm most attached to, obviously, because I've been in this, in this business, in this entrepreneur game, in the digital marketing space for a long time now. And one thing that I do know to be true is that if you think that there's competition now, wait a month, wait a year, wait five years, wait 10 years. Because for those of you that don't know, like 12 years ago, I had an idea to create a training course about LinkedIn. How to Leverage LinkedIn for Lead Generation and Personal Branding. And I registered a domain called Linked Influence. And that domain um, sat there for about six months with nothing happening because I had all kinds of stories about why I wasn't the person and how I couldn't do it and blah, 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 all the things, right? And then one day I got an email from Lewis Howes and Lewis reached out to me, which we didn't know each other at the time, but he said, hey, I'm looking at launching a course on how to leverage LinkedIn because he had already written a book, actually. He had moved, right? Where I was overthinking, he was moving. And he said, I want to call it LinkedIn Influence. And I just did the who is name search and I saw that you own it. And, you know, we don't know each other, but we're kind of loosely connected because we're roaming around in this sports and social media space. And he said, would you be interested in selling it? And at that time, I was thinking like, I don't want to sell this domain. This is my, this is my big idea. This is the thing that's going to like propel me to all of this success that I'm aspiring to create. But at the end of the day, I ended up saying, hey, how about I don't sell it to you, but let's find a way to collaborate. And then I ended up running Lewis's sports recruiting website called Sports Networker for like four years. And there's all kinds of things that have been created since then. So he enrolled me into a leadership program. I ended up uh, doing all kinds of speaking gigs. I ended up working with the Canadian Olympic team with a bunch of NCAA programs. I did speaking tours across the country with corporate, um, corporate clients. I built an agency around it. I sold it. I now am a shareholder in that company. And once that becomes liquid, either through a public offering or a sale of that business, I'll be set financially for life. Like it's not liquid right now. So it's not real, but it's still real. And I guess my point on that is, is I had to move. I had to just start moving. And I, and if looking back 12 years ago, if I would have operated from a place that was about abundance for all, knowing that there was millions of people that were looking for this information, I might be in a different position right now. And that being said, I'm grateful for the journey. I'm glad how it all rolled out because I wouldn't be right here, right now, recording this for you, if not for the journey that I went through. And, and then the other piece, this is what I meant to say about that, is that 
just do a search right now. If you've been in this online space for a while, you know that everybody and their dog has a course on everything you could possibly imagine now, including LinkedIn. And that did not take very long. There was a good five-year window where there was only like two or three people. It was like Lewis and then Lewis slash me that, have link, that had linked influence for a number of years. And then there was a couple other people that came into the space. And then all of a sudden it just exploded and everybody was creating their own course. Everybody was creating their own free resources that were as valuable, if not more than the paid stuff. And then the model changed. The model changed to give away your best stuff and then um, have people invest in the transformation, which is being around the right people in the right space and getting the right feedback and being called up and being mentored and guided and supported and coached to be able to accelerate your journey. Not avoid pain because it's a part of the journey, but accelerating the journey. This is why we invest in ourselves, both our time and our money, because who we spend time with naturally impacts how our life ultimately unfolds. And where we invest grows. So there's no such thing as competition. And we're all here to do the same thing. Live our best life and expand consciousness on this planet at the end of the day. And it just takes the shape and form of different things depending on what it is you're selling. So that's my thoughts for the day. And I don't have a timer on here, so I have no idea how long I've been talking for. But I'm going to leave it at that. That feels good. And if you're watching this on the replay, just know that I'm downloading all of these and I'm adding them to my podcast with proper titles um, and descriptions and timestamps and whatnot. And it's going on my YouTube channel. I'm going to start streaming these on multiple platforms here soon. But this is the truth. This is why I'm doing this now is this gives me an opportunity to just get on and talk about the stuff that's going on in this head every single day. And that my wife gets to hear all the time and quite frankly gets kind of annoyed by it because it's a lot of talking. So I get to speak here and know that it's recorded, it can be downloaded, it can be distributed on my platforms that I own, most notably the files and the podcasting side of things. YouTube's still not owned by me, that could get shut down at any time. But this is one of my gifts. It's not only being able to support other people to share their truth and amplify their impact, but I'll also be the example of it. Because this is what it looks like. It's raw, it's uncut, it's not pretty, but it's the truth. And it shows the evolution of me as a human and how far I've come and how much further I need to go to. Because I'm gonna look back on these one day and think, who is that person? I don't recognize you. You've expanded so much. Because I'm committed to leaning in, not going backwards that shit just ain't happening. And I know that who I spend my time with will accelerate my growth, which is why my inner circle exists. So I'm going to keep reaching out to guys. I got about another hour here before I got to head off and uh, pick up the kids, which by the way, they're going to a new school now where I can walk there and down the beach and, oh, it's beautiful. It's just like the vision of what we said we wanted when we moved here to Costa Rica. And it's real. And this morning we felt it. Like we walked down the beach with our kids. I recorded a video and put a story up about it actually. And then I actually had my wife lead me on um, just a brief routine for some yoga on the beach. How else do you want to start your day? It's incredible. Thank you so much for listening and watching. And 
Let me know what you think. Does this resonate with you? Do you think I'm full of shit? Where are you at in your journey? I'd love to hear. See ya. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Trevor Turnbull Show. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, please consider subscribing on my YouTube channel as well as on your favorite podcast platform. So until next time, remember, today is a beautiful day of opportunity. Trust that you are exactly where you're supposed to be. So be grateful, be curious, and be brave. Thank <laughs> you.